This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back. We have another spike in gun demand. A street preacher told to dial it down a little a bill that would limit the government's ability to pick who's essential and who's not, and an Alvin's Island shark making some people nervous. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. So what's everybody spending their stimulus money on? Whether you're an Alabama citizen or an ever-growing federal government, spending is in. And apparently, a lot of that spending by citizens is on firearms, reports AL.com's Sarah White's code check. The ammunition shortage has continued for quite some time, but recent developments have made gun stores even busier. Ammo manufacturer Monty Kaler of Madison, Alabama, quote, they're going full guns. FBI background checks for March firearm purchases was at a record at around $4.7 million. That broke January's previous record of $4.3 million. Demand for both guns and ammunition has been high for a year now, with the pandemic, civil unrest, and contentious politics giving people plenty to worry about. Now, gun store owners are seeing demand spikes on top of those spikes. Randall Murphy of Murphy's Gun Shop in Aniana said he believes President Biden's talk of banning assault weapons has driven up sales, just as it did when former President Obama would speak out in favor of gun control measures. Other gun retailers also pointed to Biden's comments, as well as recent mass shootings in the news, which tend to make people nervous about restrictions, and also that people have yet another round of stimulus checks burning a hole in their pockets. The Mobile, Alabama City Council is telling a street preacher to dial it down a little, reports AL.com's John Sharp. It's not about his message, though. I mean, this is Holy Week, and we do have a First Amendment that supports speech and faith, And between COVID and politics, well, we're not going to turn away any help we can get. So no, it's not about his message, council members stressed. It's his decibel level that's drawing complaints from people downtown. The Reverend Tony Pope uses a sound system in places such as Cathedral Square Park downtown and outside of Walmart. He often preaches down there on Saturdays, sometimes for four hours. Now, I know there are pastors in this audience And I know you have the spirit for it, but can you imagine keeping your congregation's attention for four hours? Now imagine doing it on a football Saturday. The Reverend Pope had requested a waiver to mic up and preach loud every Saturday afternoon during April and May. But the complaints came in from residents, businesses, and people just trying to enjoy a peaceful park on the weekend. Councilman C.J. Small said more people like Pope are needed, but, quote, you can preach and teach but you can't go over 85 decibels. The Alabama legislature has passed a bill that would limit the power of state and local governments to close some businesses and churches during a pandemic while leaving others open, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Sponsored by Representative Jamie Keel, a Russellville Republican, the bill says that if a business or church follows all safety guidelines issued by the state that would allow other entities to stay open, then it can stay open too. The intent here is to avoid letting the government pick businesses that are important enough to be open and which aren't. If you recall, Governor Kay Ivey's emergency orders early during the COVID-19 pandemic closed churches and closed some businesses, but not others. 
She has since said that that was not the best tack to take. On Thursday, the Senate passed the bill, mostly along party lines, as Republicans broke the Democrats' filibuster. The House passed it last month, and so now it goes to Ivy's desk. The Alvin's Island Souvenir Shop in Gulf Shores, Alabama, plans to hang a 27-foot shark near Beach Boulevard if it gets approval from the city. But everybody ain't happy about it, reports AL.com's John Sharp. It's not a real shark. You know, it's a, it's a fake one, although a fairly realistic-looking one that would become a fixture. Some city officials are worried that it might be a bit scary for youngins who are walking with their folks to the public beach there. And then there's this from Gulf Shores Planning Commission Vice Chairman Pete Vakakis. Quote, I don't think this is appropriate to put out there with children. We don't want to glorify sharks. Sharks bite people. It's the wrong thing to put out there on the beach. End quote. Now, as a Gulf Coast native myself, I'd never say anything to scare, harass, or pick on tourists. But responsibility requires pointing out that there are a whole lot of sharks within a few hundred yards of that spot. You just can't see them. They're also not 27 feet long, angry looking, and out to bite anybody who doesn't have scales and gills. Thank y'all so much for listening to us. You know, if Gulf Shores decides against approving the Alvin's Island shark, I wonder how much they'd want for it. We'll be back here about Monday. Until then, y'all come on by and see us on the internet at al.com.